Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose is focused on educating, empowering, and investing in women to support them with harnessing an entrepreneurial mindset to create the change in the world for the greater good. Through this series, we connect with women from all across New Zealand to inspire, teach, and share their pearls of wisdom through storytelling and sharing. I'm Catherine Vandermeulen, the founder of Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Women with Purpose. We are joined by Helen Lee, the Chief Employee Experience Officer at MYOB. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How is everything in your world in Melbourne today? It's a beautiful day here in Melbourne today. We've uh, had the good fortune of a stunning week. So fingers crossed that holds for the end of the tennis. And so the million dollar starting question, who is Helen Lee? an existential question right out the gate there, Catherine. Um, I would say uh, Helen Lee is a a business leader, a mum, partner. Um, By background, I'm an organisational psychologist, uh, British, South African, Australian, lived and worked around the world, like to swim, like to paint. Um, But if you talk about my role, perhaps in the organisation more specifically, it's a really diverse one. So I like to think of myself as a a leader of diverse functions um, that come together to connect our people uh, and think about how we create an organisation that can uh, best serve our customers. Can you just explain that a little further, a leader of diverse functions and what that actually means in the world of MYOB? So my title is Chief Employee Experience Officer, as you said. But really what that means is all of the functions that in some way connect to the MYOB team. So things like corporate affairs, the people and culture functions, uh, our digital technology experiences that support our team, physical workplace, and then how all of that is supported with easy internal service provision. Um, So all of those functions come together under one banner and we work collaboratively to really shape the quality of that employee experience so that our team are really enabled to do their work effectively to uh, support our customers. And so as an organisational psychologist in your former world, can you tell us about your call to adventure to joining MYOB? Yeah, I I mean, uh, whilst I'm an org psych, that was a a long time ago, that training, but I think those are sort of bedrocks of, uh, of my skills that I've obviously built on throughout my career and have always tended to move between special specialisms and generalisms. I love roles that bring breadth um, and so variety has been something that I've looked for through my career. Um, and a few years ago I was looking for an organisation where I could uh, join a team where there was a genuine growth agenda, you know, a real trajectory that was positive rather than a, a productivity agenda, one that really had a, a future uh, entrepreneurial focus I was looking for a role that helped bring that breadth and that variety uh, and to do it perhaps in a sector that I hadn't been with before with a team of executives that, you know, looked like a team I wanted to be part of with a purpose that I could really connect to. And I was looking for a while and the MYOB opportunity came along. And really for me, I've been here three and a half years now. Um, and it's, it, it did what it said on the tin. Um, those things proved to be true. And even though we're, 
very different to the organization we were three and a half years ago. You know, we've changed a lot and we continue to grow and extend ourselves and evolve. Um, I still feel that it ticks those boxes for me and it's a really fabulous place to work. Now, I'm sure on your journey to achieving your goals and delivering on impact, there have been trials and tribulations, you know, the highs and lows and everything in between. Are you open to sharing some of those experiences? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say trials and tribulations. I mean, in these last few years, there's definitely been challenges to navigate um, and there are things to learn. Um, you know, I think every time you change sector and industry, there's a context switch. I think it's helpful to do that um, fairly often. So you're either going to go deep in one industry or you're going to learn about different businesses. And I enjoy the latter. So for me, stepping into a new sector, a new industry, and, and obviously technology is a very rapidly changing sector with a diverse customer base. There was a lot to learn there, a lot to absorb and take on so that you know I could apply my skills in a really relevant way to this organisation. Um, the second thing I'd say is this, role is uh, very new uh, in Australia and New Zealand. It's a little more common over in the States, particularly in the Valley. Um, and so there was quite a bit of time in the beginning to really take a, a, a blank sheet of paper and establish a new function, a new way of thinking about it and thinking about how you bring these diverse pieces of the puzzle together in an integrated way. Um, and there were certainly some lessons along the way there as you think about the way that people traditionally like to be supported or think about IT or HR, as they might call it. So, so lessons in, um, in navigating that. Um, in the last couple of years, we've been through some really significant change. Um, we have a change in our ownership model. We've had a change of CEOs. We've had a change in many of the executive. And so I've found myself as a really important point of continuity for the organisation, and that's something... Um, that's a role I hope that people feel I've played effectively, but it's also been moments where, you know, you're sort of uh, in the middle, uh, the ham in the sandwich as the part of history, but also, you know, part of the future and trying to bring a sense of continuity and evolution rather than change feeling tough for people on the receiving end of it. Um, and then there are always challenges, you know, just about being a senior woman in an organisation and being willing to lean into what that means and, think about how to help make a difference from that position um, and I'm, I'm really pleased with the progress that we've made in that regard. Um, there's lots we've learned about how you create pathways uh, for young women entering technology professions, um, how we might support female leaders that we already have in the organisation uh, and then how you help drive change. So very proud. We're, we're now at the point where we have a 50% female executive team. That is the first time in my career that I uh, have ever had that experience and it's, it's brand new and I'm, I'm really excited about that. So proud of what we've been able to achieve there. And so what does leading a high performance team mean to you, Helen? Um, well, I think I've, I've always thought about leadership as having sort of three components to it. I, I like to talk about it as head, heart and hands. And I think great leaders think about all three of those. And I think great teams, high-performing teams, think about all three of those. And so the head for me is about, you know, is there strategic alignment? Is there a connection to purpose, a vision? Do we know where we're going? Do we all understand that to mean the same thing? 
Have we bought into that? Have we accepted our part in that? So there's a plan, you know, cognitively we understand why we're here, what we're here to do. The heart, I think then is, is actually that. It's about heart. It's about authenticity, commitment, you know, care for each other. So whilst we all know that workplaces are about productivity and they're about how performance and, you know, work is called work for a reason, um, to do that well, high-performing teams, I think, getting the best out of everybody requires you to connect as humans and to bring heart and, and you know, a genuine intention to that. Um, and then finally, I think hands is about execution. So you have to have the system of work in place for things to run well operationally. You have to have rhythms for continuous improvement, tracking success, adjusting along the way, you know, having the plans uh, in place to bring that vision to life with and through people. And so I think high-performing teams really focus on all three of those. You've touched on the notion of purpose a few times. How do you really enable that driving purpose of MYOB through your leadership? Well, look, I think one of the joys of working at an organisation like MYOB is that the purpose really matters. So we're a technology business platform and we exist to help more Australian and New Zealand businesses start, survive and succeed. So that's very powerful. You know, we make a contribution every day, we believe, to the success of small businesses in New Zealand and Australia. It's why we're here. And those businesses are the lifeblood of our economies. You know, they're the largest employers in the country. They're absolutely essential uh, to the way that nations run. Um, and so it's really very powerful. You've got something there that you can connect people to. Um, and so for us at MYOB and part of the focus of my team is helping people to connect to that quickly uh, and strongly. So there are a number of ways that we do that. Um, one thing we do is as soon as people join, we bring them into a culture day experience. Um, it's now virtual. It used to be a physical day. It's now virtual and a series of workshops over time. But that's about helping people understand the purpose, our values and how we bring those to life through our strategy. Um, and so there's a lot of work on that, as you'd imagine, through our communications, through our, all of the typical broadcast comms, all hands events and mechanisms to connect people to that. But I think the way that you can do it most powerfully is really by bringing the voice of the customer live within the organisation. And I think we're getting better and better at that. So our business model is designed around our customer our understanding of their needs, how we can deliver value to them now, not just now, but also into the future, how their needs are going to evolve. And then how do we make sure that we invest around those priorities? So I think when you've got, you know, a really customer-oriented purpose like that, you can build the organisation around that and that becomes a really powerful rallying cry. So I'm sure there are a number of tools that you have up your sleeve to really ensure that productivity within your team and your self-leadership. Are you open to yeah, sharing some yeah, of those? Of course. I mean, I think um, on one level, productivity is a little, as I was saying earlier, about that system of work. So how do you operate effectively? Um, one, of the, one of the things that I think technology businesses tend to do better than many other organisations, um, perhaps that's because of the engineering disciplines, is 
there's a there's a clarity of the objective at the organization level, but the business runs uh, on a 90 day rhythm. And 90 days goes very quickly. It's something quite powerful about a very defined focus window. So whilst you might have five year plans and you know your 12 month objectives and so on, when you really chunk work down into a more focused window uh, and you're delivering now against the trajectory of where you want to go, um, you're much more attuned to whether what you're doing is working or not, whether you're getting there. Um, you can review the progress on that shorter window. You can adjust. You can course correct within the year. And I find that rhythm uh, very powerful. And we look to connect the 90-day plans of the organization to the performance objectives of our teams on a 90-day rhythm as well. And, and this year we've really uh, stepped that up another notch. So we, we really do try and connect those things well. The other thing that I'm super aware of, um, I've spent a lot of time in my career in quite large organisations, you know, large telcos, large FMCGs and so on, is that the bigger an organisation gets, um, the more the potential for waste. Uh, and, the, you know, waste is the enemy of productivity, you know, whether that's bureaucracy, poor systems, unclear decisions, layers of stakeholder management, etc. And I think at NYOB, we have the advantage of being able to cut through that pretty quickly. But I'm very aware of the potential for it to creep in. So I do think of part of my role is about helping keep a close eye on where we get stuck, where there's repetition, where we can streamline, where there's the potential for waste to come in and really cut through that productivity and that ability to, to get impact and cut through. And so how have you used this time, particularly over the last year with global change, to really create new opportunities within it your world? It has been a whirlwind year, hasn't it? It's, um, I think we're something like two weeks away from when we officially closed our offices last year. So there, there are a couple of thoughts I'd give you. One is about our customers probably and one is a little more about us. I think firstly COVID um, has genuinely driven the need for digital adoption and digital uptake really significantly for our customer base. Uh, we've all seen it, you know, everyone can point to it as consumers ourselves. So whether that's collaboration tools, you know, all of the, all of the collaborative meetings that are being held virtually, um, the need for businesses to pivot to digital sales, uh, the ability for them to improve their digital marketing and perhaps reconfigure their product lines, mobile payments, whatever that might be. There's been an exponential adoption in digital tooling for businesses. And so we've seen that. And obviously, it's provided opportunities for us to support our customers through those shifts, as well as to understand perhaps what will come next for them and how can we be prepared to support them in the future on that digital adoption journey. So it's been a fascinating year and a very uh, constructive year for us as we've looked to that from a customer angle. Um, if you think about it internally and think, you know, how do 2,000 people work and remain productive and stay purposeful through this window, I, I've been really proud of how we've ridden the wave. You know, we took 2,000 people out of offices a year ago en masse into work from home and overnight. And the reason that we could do that was because we were really, really well set up for that beforehand. Uh, we had a large part of our value proposition being around flexibility for a number of years. And so the employee experience team, this is one of the 
powers of having people and technology and workplace all connected. Um, we've been working on that agenda for some time and it really did mean you could switch it over in one day. We were at the heart of enabling that, which was wonderful. Uh, very proud of that achievement for the team. But now, of course, we're all trying to work out what does it mean? Uh, what's the new way of operating? How are we going to be productive in this new world? What's the next evolution of that? Uh, and so one of the things that we do is we work with a flex deal uh, and we, we call it that, the flex deal. And we really encourage teams to, to consciously contract with each other on how they're going to work together. Uh, where will they be most productive? When are they going to be together? When are they apart? When do their customers need them face-to-face -face versus when do other mechanisms work? How will they balance now this new set of skills and capabilities around working from home and new preferences for a lot of people together with the need to be together, uh, to invest in the team, to think about work that can only be done face-to-face -face or, uh, or you know, when you're co-located. And so there's a lot of work going into that now, and I think there's new opportunities that will emerge from that for us as well. And so then really thinking about the next 12 months, where will your focus in having the most impact I be? think for us, this digital adoption priority is one that we are absolutely passionate about. So, you know, the, the trajectory that businesses have gone on over the last 12 months, it's really critical that we're able to maintain that momentum. Now, we understand the things that matter to smaller businesses, small and medium-sized businesses. We understand that deeply. We research it a lot. We're very connected to what's happening for them. Uh, and there's not only an opportunity, but I think a need for us to ensure their survival and their growth through digital adoption. Uh, and as we said earlier, they're, they're absolutely pivotal to economic recovery. We know that uh, digitally savvy, digitally enabled businesses, there's some fabulous Deloitte research that shows they're 50% more likely to grow revenue, they're eight times more likely to create jobs, they're seven times more likely to export, um, and they're 14 times more likely to be innovating on their products and their services. So, so digital brings uh, such growth potential to small business uh, across both New Zealand and Australia. And so we're absolutely passionate about that. So we're focused on that from two fronts. One, in terms of the evolution of our product and our business platform to support them. We want to help them grow revenue, manage cash, think about their work in progress. How do they manage staff? How do they work with suppliers? How do they stay compliant? All of those processes and opportunities. But for us in employee experience, the, the way that we really lean into that is through our work with government, our work with regulators and industry bodies to help facilitate access to that. So whether that's access to digital tools, uh, digital skills and opportunities, uh, regulation that encourages the uptake, the adoption, uh, potentially tax regimes that support investment in digital tools. So, you know, whether that's things like e-invoicing, which we strongly believe in, as a mechanism to improve payment times for small business and access to cash, or um, things like digital skills, where we want to build confidence in SMEs. Uh, for example, we work with MB on their digital boost initiative. There's a number of ways that we can contribute. So that, you know, the time is really ripe, uh, and there's plenty of ways for us to be continuing our impact for that customer community. 
And so finally, Helen, what is that one thing that you are super passionate about that you want to call for action from the entrepreneurial women with purpose Well, I'm going to assume this community is, you know, representative of our customer base. And so if I was going to talk to these entrepreneurial women, I'd be saying ride the wave. Um, Really look to the opportunities that this economic window presents. It's going to be difficult. There are different challenges. You know, we're all thinking differently about our business models, but don't be afraid to embrace digital as part of how you're going to do that. And you're not alone. So our research demonstrates a lot of trepidation around stepping into digital skills, but help is there. There are organizations like ourselves um, from government, from small business that want to wrap ourselves around you. So do ask for help. Don't be afraid to embrace uh, the digital journey. And, you know, the International Women's Day theme is choose to challenge. And, and I'd be saying challenge yourself in this area. Challenge yourself to acquire some new skills, to explore the opportunities that new technology uh, might help bring to your business or to your customers in turn. You know, we know small business is really very personal. Um, it's very different to big business. It's, it's your baby. Uh, it's, it's your lifeblood. It's the thing that you think about from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. But right now, the role of small business is absolutely essential to a wider economic recovery. So, you know, recognize that we, are, we all want you to succeed. So step into that and, and ride the wave. I love the idea of stepping in and leaning forward. Uh, so thank you so much for sharing your world and wisdom with the community of entrepreneurs. You're very welcome. With thank purpose. you for inviting me. MYOB is a proud supporter of entrepreneurial women with purpose.